A 25-year-old NSA contractor has been charged with leaking classified information to the press, making her the first alleged leaker charged under the Trump administration. It's Wednesday, June 7th. This is Hot Mike and I'm Abu Safar here at the start of your day to get you caught up on the biggest news you might have missed. News like London Mayor Sadiq Khan's response to President Donald Trump's tweet following the London attack and California's defiant agreement with China. But first, on Monday evening, the Department of Justice announced that it had charged a 25-year-old woman named Reality Winner, a contractor for the National Security Agency, with removing classified material from a government facility. This announcement came less than an hour after a bombshell report by The Intercept about NSA leaks that indicate there was Russian meddling in the 2016 presidential election. The report does state that the leaks don't prove this meddling had any effect on the election outcome. While the Justice Department hasn't confirmed that Winner's arrest had anything to do with The Intercept's report, many news outlets, including Reuters, The Washington Post, and NBC News, reported that her arrest was connected to the story. I sat down with Andrew Joyce, a staff writer on our politics team here at Mike, to talk about the report and what it means for leakers. Here's just a small snippet of our conversation. In your opinion, does it is this story going to be more about the the leak itself or the information that came out of that leak? And how critical is that going to be as a catalyst for potential change, either the administration or how the, uh, you know, intelligence agencies do their work or how we handle Russia from now on? Is this a big enough leak and story to actually fundamentally change any of those things? Or is this just another tidbit of information that sort of confirms what a lot of people have already kind of assumed? That's a good question, and I, I, I hate to give you an unsatisfying answer, <laughs> but I do think it uh, it's a little too early to tell, and we'll see um, on both fronts. With regard to the content of the leak, I think it's um, how much this is going to unravel, whether or not we're going to continue to see the aperture widen on what this incredible... Um, you know, an increasingly vast Russian conspiracy, alleged Russian conspiracy against the U.S. elections uh, looks like. And also with regard to leaks, you know, it could um, the story of leakers like Miss Winner often revolves around how they're treated by the U.S. government in attempts to prosecute or bring them to justice. We saw we've seen unfolding dramas like that of of Chelsea Manning, um, who, you know, was in solitary confinement. I think that without editorializing too much, all pe- members of the media tend to want to err on the side of believing that uh, there should be increased transparency, there should be stronger whistleblower protections. Obviously, that doesn't mean we don't believe there nothing is classifiable or that people's lives can be a, can't be put at jeopardy mm-hmm. through leaks and things like that. But the winds have been pushing against us for a long time. And now you have a president who's not only hostile to leakers, but hostile to the press. And it's going to be really interesting to see what road he goes down with something like this. And President Donald Trump may have pulled the United States out of the Paris Climate Agreement, but that didn't deter California Governor Jerry Brown from signing an agreement with China vowing to work together to develop green technologies and reduce emissions. Brown was attending an international clean energy conference in Beijing this week, during which he talked about Trump's controversial and widely criticized decision to withdraw the U.S. from the Paris Climate Agreement. Brown told the AP that individual states would now have to step up and be leaders in order to mitigate the federal government's decision to withdraw. 
And finally, London Mayor Sadiq Khan has requested that the British government rescind its invitation for a state visit to President Donald Trump following his tweets criticizing Khan's response to the London attack. In the tweet, Trump criticized Khan for stating that there was no reason for alarm following the attack. The president's tweet presented this remark out of context, implying that Khan was telling Londoners not to be alarmed by terrorism, when he was in fact telling Londoners not to be alarmed by increased police presence in the city. That was your Hot Mike update. For more on these stories, visit Mike.com and subscribe to Hot Mike on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check back tomorrow for another update. Same time, same place.